0: The following is an exclusive presentation of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. It's time for BYU Women's Soccer, live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Deep cross, hit it, toward, it in! A goal by Elise Blake and the Cougars open up on top! This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. Coming up, we'll hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood, and we'll get a look at today's starting lineups. Let's begin our coverage of BYU Women's Soccer and join your host, Jason Shepard.
1: Good evening, BYU soccer fans. Welcome into Cougar Pre-Match Live. Tonight, the two-seed BYU Cougars hosting the NC State Wolfpack in the NCAA's Sweet 16. My name is Jason Shepard, joined by former Cougar Avery Walker. Both teams picked up second-round wins on Southfield on Thursday. NC State took down three-seed Arkansas, 2-1, while BYU eliminated Louisville with a 4-0 win, the Cougars last played in the Sweet 16 in 2016, and a win tonight would put BYU into the Elite Eight for the first time since 2012. The Wolfpack, they are a team that relies heavily on one player, and that being forward Sierra King. She leads the team in goals with 13. The next closest player is Lulu Gutenberger with 4, and Lulu's fourth goal was scored on Thursday. So before that, it was 13, and then the next closest was 3. That's what uh, is somewhat ironic about the whole thing, because while King has been the primary goal scorer, she didn't score either of the goals in the win over the Razorbacks. As for BYU, they just keep rolling after being held scoreless in the first half against the Cardinals. The Cougars once again prove that they can score in bunches, scoring all four goals in the second half, three of which came in a span of five minutes and Avery this is the first ever meeting between these two teams so there isn't familiarity it would seem to be a clash of styles. BYU is the attacking high scoring team while NC State is the defensive team that scored just enough.
2: Yeah and, and I've been a part of a you know five different college teams and when it comes down to the ability to score and the ability to defend those principles as far as team strategy and team discipline are both equally important Um, But tonight, I think as far as BYU is concerned, being able to score goals is obviously kind of their their MO this season, right? Coming out strong in the first part of the first half and then the first part of the second half. That's definitely where they're going to need to put their focus.
1: Well, and you will hear some very complimentary words from NC State head coach Tim Santoro. Uh, when uh, you hear our interview coming up a little bit later on in the program. But coming up next, you're going to hear from BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood as Cougar Pre-Match Live rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. It's time to get the scoop on today's match from head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard.
1: Welcome back to Southfield in Provo, Utah. Jason Shepard and Avery Walker with you. BYU and NC State getting ready for a matchup to see who moves on to the Elite Eight. The winner of tonight will face the winner of tomorrow night's game between number one seed Stanford and Penn State. Obviously, Avery, there's still a chance. Who knows? Maybe if things break BYU's way, this may not necessarily be the last home game at Southfield, but we'll have to wait and see what happens.
2: Yeah, I'm, I've been planning on BYU staying at home. One, so that I can see my family over Thanksgiving, <laughs> but also so Stanford loses.
1: Yeah, it's it lot. not least to happen. First and foremost, yep. BYU needs to get the win tonight, yep. and then they can worry about who and where they play moving forward. It's now time for our pre-match interview with BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood, brought to you each and every match by Zions Bank for banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge. Zions Bank is for you, and I asked Coach Rockwood her thoughts on the win over Louisville after having some time to look at the tape.
3: I think just in the second half, um, the girls just went out and played with a lot more confidence. And, you know, that just does so much. It speeds things up. It it makes players make better decisions. And um, we just reminded them at halftime that, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're most successful when we can get in behind back lines and we don't hesitate and we turn and we face up and we go forward. And they did that right from the start of the second half and led to some really great results for us.
1: And it really does seem that even if the team maybe doesn't have the best first half, the confidence with this team is high enough that they know if they just keep working at it, they're going to figure it out. That, that's got to be fantastic as a coach to be able to have players like that.
3: It is. And we, we talked about that just a little bit today. I mean, so often, you know, teams have one or two players that are kind of their go-to players. And for us, obviously we have Elise and who has scored a ton of goals, but we also have, you know, four, five, six girls that we know at any time can score a goal for us. And so, I think that just overall gives us gives us a lot of team confidence, and you know Louisville was a very good team, and they put a lot of pressure on us, and. And I thought that was what was great about the team is we just kind of maintained our uh, composure. We didn't panic too much. You know, we, we um, had the ball back in our end more than we're used to, and it wasn't as easy for us to get out of the back. But that's a credit to what Louisville was able to do. They were a very good team. And um, we we also know that we, we have good uh, fitness mm-hmm. and we have a good bench and that uh, one of the things we've been able to do is wear teams out. And I think, you know, Louisville with their high press, you know, couldn't do it for 90 minutes that's hard to do um, without too many coming off the bench and so I think we were able to take advantage of that a little bit too.
1: It's obviously a no-brainer that everybody would like to play at home because everybody wants to play at home in front of their (laughs) fans and their familiarity What has it been like to be able to be at home and take advantage of that aspect as well?
3: I think it's just huge because, you know, we've had a lot of success this year and even last year at home. And uh, it just, again, so much of playing, especially this time of year, is your confidence in yourself and and in your teammates and uh, helping each other be better. And I think just being on Southfield, being at home, having a routine, um, being familiar with everything uh, and not doing too much uh, makes a big difference. And uh, you know, most teams get good results at home. And so that's what everybody's shooting for.
1: Just based off of the seed, I think most people thought Arkansas would be the team that you would be playing. Yeah. NC State came in and gave them all they could handle. What did you make of that game yesterday?
3: Um, I just watched the first half. I mean, I've watched it since, but live I watched the first half. But um, they were there were kind of a different styles uh, for sure. Arkansas, um, you know, has had a ton of success, but you know anything can happen on any given day, uh, especially in soccer. You know, Arkansas had maybe a couple looks early on that could have made a difference, um, and then NC State was able to keep the ball and and I think find a lot of open space on Arkansas. Um, NC State has some very technical players. Um, they've got some great attacking players, but they're also well-organized in the back, um, especially their, you know, their center back, and um, they've got a great little midfielder and a couple great attacking players, so um, we'll have our hands full, but uh, I, I'm excited. I, I, I think we, we play better against teams that like to move the ball around and keep the ball, and so I think it, it's good for us to, to play NC State and, and challenge ourselves against another ACC team.
1: From a defensive standpoint, their team, at least from a goals perspective, Ziera King has has the majority of their goals. It's coming from one player. Ironically enough, she didn't score either of the goals yesterday. How does that change things up when you've got one primary person that scores the majority of their goals?
3: For us, I mean, we just have to know where she is all the time. I mean, she's definitely a go-to player. She loves to take people on 1v1. She's got some great moves. She's a great finisher. She's got great pace. Um, You know, what we've done in the past, we've played against a lot of great forwards this year, so we have that experience, but Um, I think for the most part is we need to get uh, our outside backs involved in the game like we usually do. And then their forwards have to play more defense than they're used to. So if we can make her have to play more defense, then uh, that helps us uh, on that end. (laughs) Our offense is our defense sometimes.
1: Absolutely. So just one last thing then with you guys focusing on what you do, the biggest key for you and this team for victory to go to the Elite Eight Mm -hmm. is what?
3: Just a a strong, confident start, and uh, we've been very consistent. Um, Our key factors haven't changed Mm -hmm. since the first game. Um, It's just reminding sometimes what our strengths are, and that's moving the ball, making teams chase us, uh, getting the ball forward and in behind back lines, uh, getting our crosses in, getting our touches on the box, getting our shots off. Um, We just have a lot of weapons that way, so um, just going at teams.
1: I think everybody's looking forward to this one. Uh, Can't wait for it. Thanks for the time and good luck.
3: Okay, awesome. Thank you.
1: Thank you to Head Coach Jennifer Rockwood for her pre-match interview brought to you by Zions Bank for banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge. Zions Bank is for you. And, Avery, it's something we've talked about all season long. What a luxury for Coach Rockwood to have. When you look up and down this lineup, it's not just even your starting 11. It's players on the bench. You can call on at any time and know and expect A high level of play.
2: Yeah, and I just got chills when you said that. It's so exciting to be a part of a a season where you don't have to worry about an injury or somebody with tired legs or... You know, maybe somebody who's just having a rough day, right? Right. One, the culture's awesome. So each player that steps out onto the pitch, they know their job and they get it done well because they know their responsibility. But also they they feel that responsibility and that pressure to perform for their teammates teammates because this team is so close. And on top of that, like you mentioned, there's no letdown when subs are put in. You know, maybe there's a a little moment where they kind of have to reestablish some chemistry or like maybe a rhythm, but there's never a drop in effort or skill.
1: When we come back, my chat with junior forward Cameron Tucker. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live, and you're listening to BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to hear from the Cougars themselves as we head back to the broadcast booth for our pre-match player interview. Here's Jason Shepard.
1: Okay. Welcome back to South Field on the campus of Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah. My name is Jason Shepard, joined by former Cougar Avery Walker, tonight, the BYU Cougars hosting the NC State Wolfpack out of the ACC in a Sweet 16 matchup. The winner moves on to the Elite Eight, as we've discussed. Cougars have not been to the Elite Eight since 2012, and they are poised and ready to make that happen tonight on their home field. Now, Cameron Tucker is part of a lethal combination up top for BYU. Cam is third on the team in goals with 10. She picked up her 10th on Thursday night. And I talked with Cam after practice yesterday and asked her what the experience of beating Louisville and advancing tonight's Sweet 16 was like for her.
4: It was honestly awesome. Like, that's the farthest I've ever been in the tournament, and mostly everyone on this team. So it was so exciting and just so rewarding. Like, we've been working so hard this whole year trying to advance on and on and on. So it was really rewarding.
1: One of the things that fascinates me about this team is regardless of how the first half goes, regardless, you guys could score three goals in the first half or like the other night, you don't score any. But that second half, something changes. What's different in the second half? Because not only do you guys score, but you score in bunches.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I just think like like yesterday, um, we hadn't scored yet. And we have like a team motto, find a way. And I just think like no matter what, like we're always trying to find a way, whether that's we've already scored in the first half we're still trying to find a way to score more. We're never giving up, and we have a goal to score. Well, our average goals per game is five, so we're always trying to reach that, so we're just always trying to find a way.
1: Does that lead to the confidence that regardless of the situation, because you've been in those situations before, you guys know that if you keep working, eventually it's going to go your way?
4: Yeah, it's it's honestly, like, really comforting. Um, I haven't, like, felt, like, anxious at all at this year at all. Like, even yesterday when we were, not like, tied at half, like, I just knew we were going to do it like it's just so like comforting and I just know we can do it
1: what's been the most rewarding part of this season for you to this point
4: um I just think for me um just like personally my confidence has grown just like seeing playing against really good players seeing how we can do that like my confidence has grown and just like for this team the same thing is like we're capable of beating anyone and I think that's just like going on like next year like it will be really fun to look back and be like, we can beat literally anybody. So,
1: on a personal level, how do you think the season's gone for you?
4: Um, I think it's gone really well. I've grown as a player definitely, and I've gained more confidence and skill. And so, it's been really fun. It's been a good season for me.
1: Where do you think you've grown the most?
4: Um, like I said, just confidence-wise, and just like having that presence on the field, and just like learning my role. I think I've just grown this year, like knowing that, and like knowing what I'm capable of, and like knowing like how much i can do
1: being able to go to the ncaa tournament is a reward by itself then the fact that you get to host three games at home how much has that meant to you guys
4: yeah it means a lot like we have the best fans in the world and southfield is such a great environment and experience like i i feel like fortunate that we get to play there like every it's our home field like I don't know. I feel really blessed to be able to play at Southfield, so I feel really lucky that we've been able to host.
1: NC State is the opponent at this point. What do you know about the Wolfpack? Their their team doesn't score a lot of goals. Probably a little more defensive minded. What do you know about the Wolfpack?
4: Obviously, they're from a really good conference, and they're really good. we just went over some film. They have some really good players, and we just know that we just are going to have to defend them, but we also know our strengths and what we can do against them. So,
1: What type of atmosphere are you expecting Saturday night at Southfield?
4: A really fun one. I'm expecting a lot of fans to be there, and I'm really excited.
1: You guys obviously have a lot of fun off the field, But when you guys go on the field, it really is all business. But you guys aren't ultra serious. You guys are all business on the field, but yet you guys still enjoy the moment. That's something that's not always easy to do, to kind of have both.
4: That's what sets us apart this year, I think. It's just like when we step on the field, like we know what we're there to do, but also like we're having fun doing it. And like this team is so special like that because we're just like, all friends and we enjoy playing soccer together and i think that's what sets us apart it's just like we're not just stepping on the field to win games we're doing it to like like i'm playing for my teammates like i want to win for them and so i think that's what makes us special
1: thanks for taking the time and good luck against the Wolfpack. thank you that's junior midfield excuse me junior forward cameron tucker when we come back Wolfpack head coach tim santoro that's next on the new skin byu sports network
0: Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here's Avery Walker and Jason Shepard. The Cougars and Wolfpack
1: coming your way. A Sweet 16 matchup right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Tim Santoro is in his seventh season at the helm of the NC State women's soccer program. He's turned that program around since taking over and has his team back in the Sweet 16 for the third time in the last four years. And I talked with Tim just a few moments ago. Coach, I had talked to you on the phone before your first game against Arkansas, and I remember coming away from that conversation thinking to myself, there's no chance this is a team that's just happy to be here or is worried that they're playing a three seed. This team is coming out here to win, and that's exactly what you did. I was really impressed with the, with the team's play against the Razorbacks.
5: Yeah, I mean, we... Um... You know, we think we have a good team. Uh, We've been on a roll the last probably three weeks, and uh, I thought our style matched up well with Arkansas. I thought we could slow them down and keep the ball, Um, and and I thought we did a good job of it. So um, tonight will be a different task for sure, but uh, I liked our game for the most part overall the other night.
1: One of the things that I found funny was I spent all this time preparing for Ziera and, you know,
5: scoring, and of the two goals, she didn't score either one of them. No, I mean, we're pretty well-rounded, uh, you know, Z is, gets a lot of attention and has scored some big goals, but uh, we have a we have a pretty complete group. Um, our defenders get involved a lot in our attack. Lulu runs our set pieces, and she's kind of the one on the field that you know kind of decides what we're going to do. And um, you know the set pieces were key for us the other night. Take me through uh,
1: how you were feeling emotionally and physically at the very end of the game because Arkansas had cut the lead in half to two to one. And then with seconds left, the shot
5: just about hits the, the top of uh, of the net. And uh, what was going through your mind? Well, I, was, I had the perfect angle from my spot on the bench. And, I mean, if it was on goal, it was in. Um, So it was unfortunate it came down to that because I thought we managed the game really well. I thought we could have been up by 3 or 4 at that point. Um, But once I got the one with their style, I knew they would be direct and push numbers forward and come at us. And um, I didn't know they'd get another chance that close.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When we talked, you had said that the game on Thursday was a a difference in styles. How do you view the match with BYU in those same terms?
5: Um, A lot more similar. I mean... They're, they look to pass the ball um, very fun to watch, they can all dribble they can all pass um, their positions interchange um, very similar to the stuff we try to do, um, they have some very dynamic players up front and on the flanks and then um, the number 8, the attacking midfielder is just a complete player so their front 5 is as good as we've seen, even in the ACC that that front 5 could fit in anywhere um, so we they're, they're they're fun to watch. I don't know if they will be tonight, but uh, when we're not playing them, they're a really entertaining team. That you don't see the the right style of play a lot in college soccer. They're one of the teams that's really good to watch. Do they compare to any team that you have faced so far this year? No, um, because they have – we've played athletic teams. We've played skillful teams. They have a mix that's um, – it's hard to compare I think it's the best attack we've played all year and that includes Carolina Virginia Um, they are dynamic and they're they're good individually and um, um, no we haven't seen anything like this so
1: from a defensive standpoint then how do you slow down that
5: attack we're hoping to keep the ball I mean we really we really want to have the ball because um, you can slow it down but they're a hard team to stop So we're gonna really hope that we can have the ball a lot more than Louisville did because if you let them get out in transition, you let them attack. I mean, they they can create a lot of offense.
1: How has the team enjoyed the last couple of days in Provo?
5: We've enjoyed it here. Um, Hospitality's been great, and um, we've had some good food, and um, you know. But they're very businesslike, and you know they they want you know they want to win this game, and they know it's going to be an extremely tough game. Um, So they've done a lot of preparation. you know, analyzing them and video. And, you know, we've tried to do as much homework as we can to, to be ready.
1: Opportunity to head to the Elite Eight. It's going to be a fun one. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Right,
5: thank you. That's Wolfpack head coach Tim
1: Santoro. Thank you to him for taking a few minutes before tonight's match. It's now time for Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game feature brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly Immigration Solutions in Utah and abroad at WilnerO'Reilly.com. Here's what we're asking you here's the rule. In the NCAA rulebook for NCAA college soccer, rule four point two point one a, excuse me, a is actually the first word. A player <laughs> shall not wear anything that is dangerous to any player. So that's the broad message there. Okay, here's the here's the question: A player is wearing articles considered dangerous. The coach insists that the player in previous games has been allowed to wear these articles and refuses to make the player take off the articles. Can that player continue to play with the quote-unquote dangerous articles? The answer is next, as well as starting lineups and the opening kick. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live on the new skin, BYU Sports
0: Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here's Avery Walker and Jason Shepard. Sweet 16 action coming your way from
1: Southfield at Brigham Young University. Before we get to tonight's starting lineup, let's answer tonight's question in Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game segment. The question tonight, a player is wearing articles considered dangerous. The coach insists that the player in previous games has been allowed to wear these articles and refuses to make the player take them off. Can that player remain in the game and play? The answer... The referee shall instruct the player to leave the field until he or she conforms. They must take off the articles considered dangerous. And that's Laws of the Game, brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. And this is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.